Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the People Show. Checking the Pulse of Rescue Nation, brought to you by Nebraska Spine Hospital. Today, I have a special guest with me, head Nebraska volleyball coach, John Cook. How you doing, coach? Doing good. Uh, just a uh, short week. we got to keep moving. It's a long road trip to Texas, and uh, got to keep busting here. Yeah, congratulations on the big win. I want to look back a smidge, and then obviously we'll look ahead. You got the Final Four coming up. So this year, seven losses seems like a lot, you know, compared to what we're used to. But at the same time, you guys play in by far the toughest volleyball conference in the country, the Big Ten. It obviously prepared you very well for the tournament. So talk about the season up to the start of the NCAA tournament, how you felt about the team going into the tournament and the season as a whole at that point, Coach. So really, you know, there's three parts to the season. There's the non-conference, which, you know, we had three losses in that. We lost a deuce 15-13 to Utah at home, which was a tough one. We lost at Stanford, where I played all the freshmen. And uh, uh, and then Louisville pretty much thumped us uh, pretty good here in, in Devaney. So we, we lost it to some uh, really good teams, and we learned a lot, and we were trying to figure out our lineup. And then, of course, the Big Ten hit. We figured out our lineup, and we went 10-0 and to start the Big Ten, which was a great start, and uh, we're playing really well. And then, then we got into the second half where we had to play Wisconsin twice, on the road at Minnesota, on the road at Ohio State. Uh, on, and uh, uh, so we, we took some losses there. But the thing was, they were we those losses were very close. A lot of the games were deuce games that we lost, so we just had to figure out how to win close games. And so that was kind of the charge going in the end of the, end of the Big Ten, which we, we, we did uh, against Purdue, against uh, Penn State, and, uh, and, of course, in the NCAA tournament. So and now we're in the third part of the season, which is a three-week NCAA tournament, and we're fortunate enough to be playing you know, in, in the, the last week. So uh, this is what, what we work hard for all year. But I think the most important thing is, is that our players didn't lose hope. They stayed with it. We talked about it's the toughest Big Ten I've ever seen, top to bottom, with a number of good teams, quality players, and the super seniors really, really impacted that. Well, obviously, you guys are battle-tested. You're much better for it. In fact, since the start of the NCAA tournament, you've only lost one set in all the matches you played. And that one set was at, tac- at Texas where you guys got a 3-1 to one victory. Talk to me about going into Texas. Obviously, it's a rivalry uh, between Nebraska volleyball and Texas volleyball. Even though you don't play in the regular season, you seem to play every postseason. Obviously, they're a great volleyball program, but getting a, a big win against the number two team on their home court to earn your way into the Final Four. Talk about that for me, Coach, if you would. Yeah, yeah it's one of the you know, probably one of the greatest victories we've had because, first of all, it's the biggest crowd Texas has ever had there. So, uh, in, in Gregory Gymnasium, they're they're ranked second. They returned their entire team last year from losing in the finals of the national championship. Uh, you know, nobody was giving us a chance. I think it almost felt, felt like the announcers were pissed we won. You know, I'm watching highlights during the day before we played because we played at nine at night. Uh, you know, they're, they're highlighting the final four, uh, you know, promoting it on, on the commercials for the other matches that were going on. And, you know, they're playing, they're showing Texas, you know, 
yep. on those highlights. So, yeah. So I, I just, uh, you know, I think it was our, our and like you said, we were battle tested. So we were mentally and physically prepared to go into that environment and play great. And of course, uh, we found a way to really pressure Texas. And, you know, I, I think uh, Nicklin Haynes said it best we out teamed them and we out hearted them. And uh, that's what you got to do this time of year. Well, don't worry. The announcers during your match with Texas weren't much better, if I'm being honest with you. Um, <laughs> but let's let's talk about w- one of your players, okay? Keonile okay, uh, Okana, sorry. Uh, I even practiced trying to say that before the show, and I still got yeah. her right. So Keonile Okana. Now, she's a heck of a story, all right? This is uh, a young woman who had found out she had a tumor on the left side of her head in high school, okay? Obviously had to have the surgery, couldn't play volleyball for a year and a half, a year and a half later, okay, the tumor grows back. She has to have another surgery. She's doing radiation. It's to the point where doctors are like, how much do you really want to play volleyball? Because this could be potentially life or death to you. And she wanted to play. And she wears a headband out there to cover up that scar. But it's almost kind of like a reminder of how awesome this game can be, how you don't want to take anything for granted, and her warrior spirit as well. So talk to us about her and what that represents for you guys as a team. Yeah, you nailed it. She has a warrior spirit, you know, and that's a big thing in Hawaii. Uh, um, but, yeah, she's fearless, um, and she's just a great teammate and super humble. And, um, yeah, she's, uh, you know, we have some other stories on our team that, you know, not not the medical part of it, but, you know, things that people have overcome and and so when they share that and you use them as examples you know it it does keep you humble it does keep you appreciating you know every opportunity you get and it really keeps a great perspective uh, for our players another thing i wanted to ask you about and i think sometimes people fans you know even even parents sometimes can take things for granted i saw a video on youtube Back in where you talked about back in 2009, you yourself were even a little bit burnt out. You know, obviously, there's a lot of stress with coaching a major division one college program. You even went and talked to Coach Osborne about how he handled those things. Um, So, talk to us about the conversation with Coach Osborne and how you kind of worked through all of that back in 2009. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I I wrote about it in my book and I've, I've done some some stuff, you know, based around that, which I'll tell you here in a second, but, you know, I, I just hit the wall. I was burned out. I was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I feel good. Um, you know, I don't know. Just, it was, it was really weird. I'd never felt like that before. So I go to, so I went and saw some doctors and stuff and, and asked them like, well, how do you deal with the burnout? And they go, well, we don't. And then I go to coach Osborne and ask him, he goes, well, you know, I had a heart attack. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Uh, but he gave me some great insights on how to deal with it, which one was, you know, diet and rest is super important, which I, I was always pretty good with the diet part, not the rest part. He meditates every day. He read a book by Dean Ornish. Uh, I can't remember heart health or something like that. Uh, but Dean Ornish was the first guy that how you can really, you know, affect your body with, with meditation and, and taking breaks and, uh, eating really well, all those things matter on how well you take care of yourself. So I uh, decided to start doing all that. 
and uh, it made a huge difference. And and that next summer, I was so motivated and inspired by all these people that I had talked to and with Coach Osborne's conversation that we decided, uh, um, with Paul Myers' help, and Paul Myers used to be our, in charge of our development, um, we put on a clinic for men or, or a seminar, day seminar for men. And we invited the top 100 boosters for Nebraska athletics. And all these men showed up, and the football coaches were there. Coach Osborne spoke, and we brought in some world-class people to, uh, you know, for how people could better manage and deal with the stress of life. And, you know, high-performing high people that, you know, tend to maybe have a little bit more stress and, um, and dealing with expectations and those things. And it was just, it was just a wonderful day, a wonderful event. And, you know, you, you would know a lot of the people that were in there. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is that's how inspired we were and wanted to try to get back and, you know, get that message out there and and share that, that, that you, you can be a high performer. You can live with expectations. You got to know how to manage it. Absolutely. Getting back to, and I thought that was very interesting uh, when I watched that and hearing you speak about it now, kind of getting back to dealing with the ups and downs of competing at a high level. You've had a couple of freshmen, Ali Battenhorst and Lindsey Krause, who actually celebrated her 19th birthday during the match uh, versus Texas on Saturday. They've really stepped up this year and they've really grown a lot and they've become impact players for you. One of the things that I was curious about, because at the end of the match, you know, Lexi's son, who isn't playing as much because these freshmen are playing better, she went up to him and said, great job. And you can see the, the legit, like she's legit happy for her teammates. And in a situation like that, it can be challenging. It could go either way. So what does a dynamic like that to you where, mean to you where an older player, you know, has that type of positive impact and influence on younger players who are now playing a lot on the court? Well, it's, you're right. It can go either way. And a lot of times it goes the other way, but, uh, you know, I think we've developed a culture here, uh, and it's a we over me. And, you know, I think these guys live it and embrace it and they, they love it. And, um, they've worked really hard. Um, and we always work really hard at continuing that. We don't ever take it for granted. And Lexi with as much attention as she's received, uh, and, and, uh, by not playing, by playing, by her NIL deals and all that, but uh, for her to make that powerful a statement just shows you where this team's at and how much they care for each other. And they talked about you know playing with each other for each other uh, a lot uh, leading up to that ma- these matches and um, and in that Texas match. And uh, you know it, it takes a whole team, and you know you've been on teams that just you know one or two people could blow it up. Yep. Um, but that's the strength of this team, and that's probably one of the reasons we're playing this week. Talk to me about you got Pittsburgh coming up on Thursday. They're thirty and three on the season, a high seed going into the tournament. Finished second in the ACC, right behind Louisville. Talk to me about Pittsburgh, and then I'm going to commit the ultimate sin because I'm not a coach, I'm not a player, so I can do it. And I probably won't talk to you again uh, for a while, anyways. But what if? On Saturday night, Louisville wins, you win, and you get to face your old player, coach, Danny Busboom and Louisville, potential national championship matchup. And I know I'm speculating there, but I can do that now, and it's okay. So talk to me about Pittsburgh and anything that might happen on Saturday, potentially. Well, you know, 
Pittsburgh lost 15-13 in the fifth to Louisville, so that's the level of team we're playing. Louisville, Louisville's the best team we played this year. I mean, they throttled us, so we got our hands full. But regardless if we have the opportunity to play Louisville, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of Danny. That's a homegrown player uh, who, who, you know, I've had her switch positions, and she developed into a great leader and, and you know, won a national championship here, then came back. And coached with me. And I told, you know, I always tell him, you got to go away for a while before you can come back. And she went away and coached at Louisville and somewhere else, uh, Tennessee, and um, and then came back. We won a national championship, and now she's got the number one ranked team in the country. So she's done a phenomenal job. Nebraska should be proud. I'm, I'm very proud. It would be, we'd love to get another shot at Louisville, but, you know, we're, we got our we got our hands full with Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, the, and you got Wisconsin lurking in there too, who's, you know, an outstanding team. And so this is a heck of a final four. We just went through a final four just to get to the final yep. four, I think. I would agree with that. Yeah. A lot of truth to that. Last question I got for you. We can have a little fun with this one. Cause I know you're a big time football fan. I believe you've told me you were a football coach at one point before you got really into volleyball. All right. So Nebraska special teams aren't great. They got a spot open for an assistant coach. If they asked you, would you be a special teams coordinator for the Huskers football team? Uh, I don't know about – I was a defensive coordinator. I did coach football. Um, I mean, I, I would – that would be a, a dream come true to be, you know, to be able to coach football. And I always thought about after I retire, I might go try to coach high school football again. Um, but like everybody, I live and die with that football team and, you know, their struggles and – you know, I just—I'm I'm waiting for the day where you know we restore the order. And um, but any, anything I could ever do to help, and uh, I always try to be really supportive of Scott, some of the other coaches that I know, and, and uh, you know, can't wait for this thing to get turned around. Absolutely. Good luck in the Final Four. Good luck against Pittsburgh. And I appreciate you taking the time to join me, Coach. Okay. Thanks, Adam. Always a good good visit. Until next time, Husker Nation, go Big Red. And always remember, throw the bones. Thanks again to our sponsor, Nebraska Spine Hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, when it's your spine, you do not want to mess around. An experience matters. That's why you can trust the experts at Nebraska Spine Hospital, the region's only spine-specific hospital. They are the best at what they do.